0: Welcome to the Halloween Unleashed Podcast. And now, here are your hosts for the week... Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Halloween Unleashed. I am your host, Chris Morgan, and this week we are going to do Halloween Resurrection Movie Mistakes. Now, it's been quite some time since we've done an episode involving movie mistakes with the series. The last one was Halloween H2O, which was done uh, by Dylan Cloud, and he filled in for me um, when... uh, my dog was sick and that was a couple years back already it's just crazy how time flies Um, but um, I've had a lot of people message um, wanting to know when the live Halloween Kills episode is going to happen that is going to happen on June 12th and uh, on May 29th we are going to do another live show. It's going to be a watch-along of Halloween 4: The Return of Michael Myers, where we do Mystery Science Theater 3000 style. And for those of you that do not understand what uh, what um, Mystery Science Theater 3000 is, I suggest you jump on YouTube and check it out. It's uh, it's the movie playing in the background, but it's going to have our funny commentary over the top uh, over the top of it. A lot of times, we're not going to be breaking down the film and, you know, commenting on how it was shot or what was placed. It's just going to be us having just a funny time, you know, like, you know, what they could be saying or, you know, just, it's it's just a lot of fun. For anybody that tuned in for the Halloween 2 episode, um, where we did the same thing, it's going to be much of the same. So... Yeah, two dates coming up. We got uh, May 29th, which is this Saturday, and then we have June 12th, where we're going to do everything Halloween Kills related. Now, throughout the summer months, until we really start getting some major concrete news on what's going on with Halloween Kills, we're going to be sporadic in our episodes. Like, there may be an episode... Or two per month, but it's not going to be a weekly thing. And I really want to save the weekly stuff until we start really getting into the meat and potatoes of Halloween Kills because that's going to be a major, major push. Um, I've also been asked, you know, what the guest list is looking like as far as the season goes. Guys, all I can do is reach out and ask, and, you know, you can only ask so many times before you become that guy so i'm trying to be fair um to everyone else's schedule there's a lot of people trying to uh play catch up from last year to make to make uh, ends meet and i totally get it and doing a podcast um, with a fan and a group of fans you know they may respect us and may love us and and, and appreciate us but at the end of the day, that's not priority number one. Priority number one is uh, getting food on their table so they can pay their bills and etc. So um, I, I'm totally fine with that. Um. So as I've said, you know we we can't always depend on guests being part of Halloween Unleashed. We started talking about the Halloween series and talking about. Uh, various independent masks throughout uh, the community and that's going to continue to be a staple in our lineup it's always going to be we're going to do watch alongs we're going to do live Q&As we're going to do interactive type stuff you know that that's always been our mantra or our mission statement but when the guests started becoming a thing in season two, it was cool. You know, um, it was an added thing that we all were not planning. So I think we got a little bit, uh, spoiled by things that were lining up. And I did have another couple of guests lined up. Um, I don't think I need to spell it out. Uh, the reasons why I kind of turned it down and walked away some things happened with them um, publicly that uh, I just really didn't feel comfortable uh, interviewing them on the on the podcast. Um, we still have some artists coming up that's going to be part of the show that is going to be done this season. Um, I'm going to try and get some um, cross-promotion with other podcasts going as well. Got some stuff like that lined up. So it's going to be a busy season. It's just like if you don't, see an episode come out every single week, uh, for the next five, six months. Don't worry. It's just right now. We're, we're really getting into, um, I'm, I'm estimating just judging by the 2018 trailer. It dropped June of 2018 and it led us all the way till, um, go time back in 2018. So I'm estimating, we should have a tr- like a full two minute trailer any week now, so I'm hopeful f- for that. For those of you that uh, have been having issues on Halloween Unleashed, the Halloween Unleashed Podcast dot com, and checking out through PayPal, yes, there's some there's some glitch going on right now where the where the PayPal's not going through. We we're, we're working on it. It is a um, it's a communication bug by PayPal not linking up with our e-commerce store. Um, I don't know what it is, but we have our team working on it, and we're trying to get it all figured out. So, if there's an item that you want in the in the store, whether it be a T-shirt, a mug, sticker, poster, whatever the case may be, um, just shoot me a direct message on Instagram or Facebook, and just ask and I'll shoot you my PayPal, and I'll take care of it for you. Not a big deal. So um, we can definitely handle it. We um, we do have a text message um, number, text message list. So if you want to jump on the text message, it's free. Uh, just go to halloweenunleashpodcast.com, You will be able to see where you can sign up for free. So that way you never miss an episode, a live show, or any information that's coming out. So definitely sign up there uh, so that you're always in the loop and you don't you don't miss anything because it you know life moves pretty fast. So today's episode, we're going to talk about uh, Halloween Resurrection movie mistakes. And um, for some of, for some people out there that think that Halloween Resurrection from start to finish was just a mistake, it was a piece of shit and whatever. Okay, valid. You know that's your opinion. Who am I to tell you that your opinion's wrong? I've always said that while Halloween resurrection may not have been the strongest entry in the franchise what it got right it got very right what it got wrong it got very wrong and personally i i never liked the whole reality aspect of it I understand why they did it but I didn't care for it um i personally thought that they should have continued the storyline from h2o where he's after his family they still could have had Lori killed off in the beginning but go after josh hartnett and um michelle williams's character of molly um that that was my whole thing is why you know so um but he just kind of shows up does away with Lori and then moves on um Personally, I, I didn't. I I understand why they put Jamie Lee Curtis' uh, Jamie Lee Curtis's character in it, but it wasn't essential to have her in it. And uh, let's be honest, um, for all, for all of us that had been watching the series up to that point, you thought what would happen if Michael ever got his hands on her, and then when you saw it, you're like, eh, I kind of wish I didn't see it. You know, because it kind of makes the other the other entries with her feel a little less important or a little less significant, um, as her being a strong character because she made some really dumb decisions in Halloween Resurrection that the character from H two O, the character from H two, the the character from H one even wouldn't have even made those mistakes. I mean first and foremost I'll just say that the whole way that he caught her and pulled her over the side and then stabbed her in the back, that, that whole thing was just ridiculous. She is easing up. He's been going after her. And now all of a sudden she is talking to nobody and says, I just have to be sure. Okay, What do you have to be sure of? And who are you talking to? Unless it's just to talk to the audience to let us know that, hey, um, I know that you're watching and I need to explain to you, the audience, why I'm doing this. No, we get it. You showed us the flashback. You under- We understand that you, quote unquote, killed the wrong guy. We get it. But um, I just don't think that the character from H2O, from H2 or even H1 would have done that. Um, you know, you got... This isn't a guy with his larynx crushed again that is um, zipped up in a body bag and you just hit the brakes and he goes flying out the window before he ever tries to attack you, which that's debatable, but this we're talking about Resurrection and not H2O at this point. So we're going off of what they explained to us in Resurrection, okay? So the story is that he wasn't trying to attack her. He was just trying to get out of the bag, And he goes flying through the window, and she pins him, and his larynx is crushed, and she kills the wrong guy. So, going off of that, that doesn't even make any sense at all in this part. Because an innocent bystander wouldn't break down a door with a knife in his hand ready to stab the person laying in the bed if it wasn't Michael Myers. An innocent bystander wouldn't have walked around with that mask on doing all this stuff if it wasn't Michael Myers. An innocent bystander wouldn't have followed her all the way up to the to the roof looking for her, trying to kill her, if it wasn't Michael Myers. So that one line of, I just have to be sure... It's just, it's patronizing to the audience to tell us why she's making a dumb decision. And number two, it's to give a a device for her to be killed off. Again, it's lazy. It's bad. It doesn't make any sense. And it's just ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. So, getting into the film... um, I like that they. I, I loved um, the new theme uh, by Danny Lux. I thought it was great, uh, very creepy. I loved the little boards and the cracks and the creaks and everything. Um, I didn't care for the second half of the theme where they inserted the scream. Ah, you know I can't do it correctly, but you guys all get what I'm saying. I didn't. I didn't care for that, but you know. The theme itself was actually pretty good. It was definitely a step up from the orchestral, or, or, orchestra, say that five times fast. The orchestra sounding uh, theme from H two O. I thought that was definitely a step up. I thought the tone of this one, like the visual look of it, I thought it was shot extremely well. I loved the lighting. I loved the set design. I loved the color palette. I loved everything about that. You know, it was it was very rich. Uh, very dark and moody, and that's something that I really, really liked. Um, so I, I liked the feeling of the evil foreboding that the cinematography style uh, lended itself. But again, you know, some of the writing, some of the dialogue, some of the acting was pretty bad. Um, so let's go ahead and dive into some of these mistakes. Here's a plot hole, all right? when the when the first security guard who stayed back to get something to eat hears something in the laundry room all right he walks over to the washing machine area where he finds the head of the other security guard inside the washing machine he turns around screaming then trips over the security guard's body which i found hilarious on the ground with no head and This is a great question. Wouldn't he have noticed the dead body on the ground when he first entered the room because it was laying right there where he had to walk past? So that made no mistake, or that made no sense. Another mistake: um, after Michael kills Laurie at the beginning, he hands the knife uh, to uh, to Harold, um, and the next kill is the cameraman, for which he uses the tripod um, at the Myers house. A few scenes later, they show Michael standing, holding a knife with fresh blood on it. Well, that's a mistake because he hasn't killed anybody with his knife yet. So where did the blood come from on the knife? So um, this is a continuity mistake. When at his house, the first crew member, um, Michael, hits with the camera. He puts that camera on the ground, tripod close and laying down. Uh then when people first walk into the house they switch to a camera view from one of the one of the participants that's uh up the stairs so you can see that the camera was laying on the floor is now propped up and against the wall. So that was a continuity mistake. Another continuity mistake, Freddie is stabbed rather harshly in the shoulder, but there's no blood anywhere on his shirt or anywhere near his wound. There's also uh, an audio problem when Miles is at the party in the office checking out the web broadcast. A guy and a girl bust in and intend to have sex on the on the desk. We hear that the guy doesn't uh, what the guy says doesn't match up with his mouth movements at all. I, yeah, I, that always bothered me too. Um, a factual error: uh, the bandages for Freddie's stab wounds are on top of his shirt. If he were really stabbed uh, severely three times on the shoulder, the paramedics would have at least made him take off his shirt to better dress the wound. Freddy doesn't even take off his jacket for that. Very, very true. Visible crew and equipment. At the beginning when Michael kills the first security guard in the basement, just before he dispatches the second one, you can see a crew member's arm reflected in the window, hitting the light shade uh, to keep it swinging. Yeah, I saw that too. Uh, The continuity mistake in the scene where when Sarah is looking through the bedroom closet, uh, the mannequin with the mask on falls on her and the head falls off. But when Rudy comes in and lifts the mannequin back up, the head is suddenly attached to it. That's at the 44 minute and 50 second mark. Uh, Another continuity mistake at the party when someone screams out to turn the volume down right behind the Right behind the kid that plays Decker is a blonde-haired boy with, uh, with a red smoking jacket, then cuts back to inside the Myers house for a few minutes. When it cuts back to the party, that same blonde-haired boy just walks in as if he wasn't there before, asking what they are watching. Yeah, that always bothered me too. Um, a, a plot hole. The nurse mentions that Laurie Strode is a potential suicide risk. With that risk added to her um, mentioned escaped attempts and being found on a rooftop, as well as being the prime target of a serial killer still on the loose, shouldn't she be under 24-hour protective watch if that were the case? Just saying. Another plot hole is um, when Bill is being murdered, he is screaming, yet no one is able to hear him. The house is quite small, and his screams that loud would most definitely be in earshot. Absolutely. Um, a plot hole in the flashbacks to Michael's escape in H2O why did they send one lonely paramedic in to get him not only that Michael was able to promptly switch outfits with him place him in his spot exit the scene before anyone else entered the room in H2O the place was swarming with police and paramedics yeah that always bothered me too I mean amongst other things but that, that is a clear plot hole continuity mistake when it flashes back to how Michael Myers survived the end of H2O we see the paramedic that he uh, that he subdues and switches places with. That paramedic had a bit of a stomach on him, yet the figure of Michael Myers throughout the rest of H2O, after the switch, remains the same as the real Myers. Um, you know, like I said earlier, we're not really discussing all of H2O right now, but for all intents and purposes... All intents and purposes, Halloween H two O was intended to be the absolute final film if it didn't make any money. But when it made money, they're like, let's do another one. And that was that was why Jamie Lee Curtis was contractually obligated to appear in Resurrection. So there's there's been that argument out there is like, well, if H two O was intended to be the was intended to be the final film, then how did Jamie Lee Curtis have a contractual obligation to do eight? Well, there you go. If H two O was a fail was a failure or didn't make a buttload of cash that it did well they had an out there that was going to be the final one and then they would have rebooted it like we got in 2007 but since you know um, popular demand forced a return and obviously they needed a scapegoat excuse to bring Myers back yeah still audio problem when Donna runs into M- Michael in the sewer she screams but we hear the words oh shit um yeah. Um, audio problem. Take note when Michael Myers uh, brandishes his knife. Anytime the knife is shown, an audible metallic shing is heard as though the weapon is being pulled out of a sheath of... <laughs> that always bothered me too. Um, even when the knife is being held still, the sound effect is still heard. It gets to the point of being almost comical. Yeah, that always bothered me. Um, continuity mistake when Donna puts her shirt on after messing with Jim she doesn't put her bra on after Michael kills her her bra is suddenly back on this is at the 27 minute 20, 25 second mark visible crew and equipment when you see Freddy's black Voyager parked outside a green jeep passes by the car if you look carefully at the reflection there is a large high ceiling of a warehouse stage, stage set um, that's being reflected into the window I never noticed that, but I'm going to notice it now, and now I'm not going to be able to unsee it. That sucks. Revealing mistake. When Jen is decapitated, it's blatant obvious it's a fake body. Well, no duh. Um, Continuity mistake in the first Halloween. The kitchen of the Myers house is to the right of the back of the house, but in this one, it's to the left. Continuity mistake. The blonde girl has very thick black roots when she is decapitated. um, When Michael throws her head down the stairs, she is perfectly blonde and no black roots. Yep. Just overall bad with that. Continuity mistake. When Michael Myers is walking towards his sister's room at at the mental ward... The camera shot is behind him. He holds the knife by his side. The camera angle then changes to his front, and now the blade is at his front. Yeah, that always bothered me too. Um, It was a cool shot, though, with the knife down in front of the camera. I thought that was neat. Um, The audio problem, when Harold is talking about Michael's past, his lips are not moving as he says that Michael killed three nurses and a paramedic. Revealing mistake, when you see Freddy's car parked outside the Myers house, when the trunk is open, you can easily tell that the background is artificial, um, and that there is a wall at the side with, the, with painted clouds. That's at the 27 minute and 20 second mark, just like with the other one, so I'm going to have to check that out, and I'm not going to be able to unsee that. Revealing mistake, when Jen has her head cut off, the cord to the camera would be severed too, yet... It's still broadcasting when her decapitated head is lying at the bottom of the stairs. Very, very true. Continuity mistake when you see Sarah driving up to the school path on her moped. You see a lonely girl sitting on a bench, and when it changes to the next shot, she is not there. Revealing mistake after the hallway camera cuts out. It eventually comes back onto the computer screen that Deckard is looking at. If you look at the landing and the stairway, the picture is reversed. Yeah, it is. It's at the 40 minute and 5 second mark. Continuity mistake. When Freddie arrives at the Myers house, the sliding door at the side of the car is left open, but after Sarah sees Michael Myers, the window um, at the window, the door is shut. Yeah, very, very true. And for those that want to check that, that's at the 30 minute and 15 second mark. Continuity mistake. After Sarah runs out of Michael Myers' bedroom window, he slices the bottom of her leg. But when she climbs up to the roof, there are no wounds. Yep, I noticed that the first night I watched it at the theater. Continuity mistake. In the end, when Busta Rhymes is smashed into the wall, his dreads are are really a mess. The next shot, his dreads are neat. And then the third shot of Busta, his dreads are a mess again. Plot Hole. What exactly was Lori Strode's plan in the teaser when she strung up Michael over the edge of the roof? From the way it starts, cutting the rope looks like she plans to drop him, but she's seen him survive a two-story fall before in the original Halloween. Not to mention multiple stab wounds and H2O. A fall off the roof into the bushes would barely faze Michael at all. Very true. Plot Hole. When Michael kills Rudy, all of his knives are now gone, But when he chases Sarah around the house, he has another knife with blood on it. Where did he get the knife from? If you want to see where that is, that's at the hour mark, 4 minutes and 30 seconds of the film. Continuity mistake. At the start of the film, after the crazy guy is pushed out of the room, Sarah says, I just need to send a quick email. And when you see her type it in there, there's really a long word or sentence on the screen but in the next shot close up there is just the word Deckard. That's at the 19 minute 40 second mark. Continuity mistake. When Sarah is hiding in the garage, she throws the chainsaw at Michael Myers and he manages to keep standing up. But after Sarah falls on the floor with the electrical circuits, on top of her you see Michael Myers laying flat on the floor. Yeah, I always thought that was weird too. Oh man, I didn't realize what a what a just a proverbial mess this film was from a continuity and editing, uh, perspective. Okay, moving on. Continuity mistake in the scene when Rudy has the last knife stabbed through him, about 15 centimeters of the blade go through the other side of the door. About 15 seconds later from the, fitted camera view, you see Michael open the door and Rudy has a large thick padding on his back. I'd never noticed that, but I'm going to look for it now. There is no way that the knife could have gone that far through the other side of the door if the padding would have been that thick. That's at the hour mark 4 minutes and 20 seconds. Continuity mistake. After Deckard receives the email on his computer, he writes about three lines below, but about five seconds later, you see the computer screen. He just, he is just beginning the sentence on the first line. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh God. <sighs> Simple editing would have fixed a lot of these mistakes. Oh God, this is bad. Revealing mistake. When Duckster. When Dr. Mixter is talking about Carl Jung in the classroom, the camera pans over the students, and if you look at the blonde girl with the pink sweater on, she stares at the camera for about a second. Yeah, I always noticed that. It tells me that they were getting uh, direction or instructions, and that's the first rule of uh, acting class when you're trying to become an actor, is never look at the camera. Pretend that it's always running, but... Anyway. Factual error. Katie Sackhoff's name is misspelled. Katie Sachoff. Sackoff. 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 Sackoff in the opening credits. Continuity mistake. When the six enter the Myers' house, outside you see Sarah walk through the doorway and nearly reaching the stairs, but about 5 seconds later, she is just entering the doorway. Yep, I noticed that one too. Just God, there was too much footage for them to try and cut around. Uh, that, that's bad. Just so you guys know, I have about seven pages worth of this shit. And I'm only on page two. Ah, oh, All right. Continuity mistake. When Nora is making her coffee from the machine, you can see most of the computer screens. If you look at the one with Charlie on it, you can see him walk backwards with the tripod leg pointing at him. But in the next shot, you see the screen close up. He is kneeling down. Michael Myers catches his attention and he, then he stands up. That's at the 28 minute, 30 second mark. Plot hole. Seems like this whole thing is a plot hole. But uh, moving on. Um, at the end of the movie, the fire department and paramedics arrive just after the house has been set on fire. Yet, as the focus shifts to the outside view, the house was burned all the way down. Which takes a couple of hours. And the paramedics still have not gotten around to sending Sarah and Freddie away for questioning or hospital or the like. Yep, that is true. Continuity mistake. When you see Sarah riding her moped on the road on the way to the meeting with Freddie, the sky is blue and dark. But when you see her enter the door... To the room, you can see in the background that the sunlight coming in from the windows onto the walls. Yeah. Continuity mistake. When Bill and Jen go into Judith Myers' room, there is a camera angle from Michael's view. There are two lit candles on Judith's dressing table when Jen is sitting. But in in the next shot, Jen lights both of the candles. Yep, I saw that too. Again, just a simple rearranging of the editing would have fixed that, but eh, I digress. Factual error. As we see in some of the series, Michael pins his victims to the wall with, a, with butcher knives. A kitchen knife isn't capable of holding a person's body weight pinned to, to a wall. Yeah, technically that's a factual error. You can go all the way back to the first film and say the same thing. You know, I stuff like that, I just, I think that part is nitpicking. That's just me. You know, we've we've seen them do it, like they said, throughout the series. So why are we putting that as a factual error here when we already know that that is not factual or possible? Come on, guys. Anyway, moving on. Continuity mistake. Sarah slips and falls in a puddle of blood. When she gets up, her hands are all bloody. When she goes over and tries to open a door, they are clean. Yep, that is uh, out in the garage. Continuity mistake just before jen gets her head sliced off michael myers raises the knife and you can see the blood you can see the knife and there is no blood on it even after killing bill with it yeah stabbing him straight through the head anyway continuity mistake when the third knife is stabbed through rudy you can see it come through the other side of the door but you don't see the other two knives below it visible crew and equipment When Michael Myers enters Harold's room at the institution and hands over the knife, Harold says, Michael Myers. If you look carefully on the wall on his right, you can see shadows of the camera equipment and wiring. Also, when he's walking past the window, you can see a reflection of a camera. I never noticed that, but I'm going to look for it now and then I'll never be able to unsee it. Continuity Mistake we see countless times where that there is a wooded area behind the Myers' home. Especially after the house burns down, it is seen more clearly. But in the other films, the Myers' home is in the middle of a residential neighborhood. Behind his house would be the back of another house. Character Mistake When Harold is recalling Michael's credentials, he refers to Hillcrest Academy claiming that Michael killed four students. However, Michael only killed two, Sarah and Charlie. That is very true. Audio problem. When Freddy is watching Fists of Fury, he hears the doorbell and says something as he turns his head, but his mouth doesn't move. Audio problem. After Michael is hung by the camera cord, Sarah receives a message from her Palm Pilot saying he's still alive. The Palm Pilot beeped before she got the message. When the guard sees Michael on security camera, why does he think it's Harold? Did he all of a sudden change into coveralls and gain access to a large knife? Yeah, that's a good question. Continuity mistake. After Sarah and Freddie walk down the stairs after Michael Myers is hung, the curtain on the door behind Sarah changes between shots, even when they peek through it. Well, you know, they're in a haunted house or a devil's house or whatever. I mean, the curtains are going to change, right? Right? I mean, right? Makes sense. Continuity mistake. When Jen's head is on the floor, you see a view from her attached camera is facing Sarah. Rudy and Jim, but you see Jen's head on the floor and the camera is in a position where it is facing straight at the floor. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, get your shit right, guys. Continuity mistake. And I'm going to apologize here. I think my, uh, my lawn guys are here. So if you hear that in the background, I do apologize. Continuity mistake. When Michael first gets his head cut off by Lori, the eyes of the severed head are clearly wide open in H2O and in the flashback scene. Then when when they remove the mask from the head, which is the H8 mask, uh, not only is the mask suddenly and noticeably different, but the eyes are now closed. Yes, I noticed that too. Continuity mistake. When Rudy is in the kitchen, he tries to open a door, but it's locked. After Michael pins him to that same door, he opens it right up and walks through without problem. Yeah. In the garage, Sarah falls into a cart with equipment on it. It tips over easily, yet the equipment lands on Sarah's leg and she's unable to move. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Factual error. School emails are all .edu and not .org. That is correct. Revealing mistake. At the start of the main title, it appears that you can see the outside of Haddonfield University, and you can easily tell that the building is a digital composition. Ooh. Wow. Other mistake, when Freddie and Sarah walk down the stairs after hanging Michael Myers with the camera cord, neither of them notices Jen's head is lying on the floor. You'd think that they'd react in some way to this. This is very, very true. Continuity mistake. When Bill talks to himself in the mirror, Michael bursts through the wall and grabs him, but you but grabs him, but after you see the quick scene with Freddy and Nora having their glasses of wine, Michael is completely out of the wall when he stabs him. Yeah. Continuity mistakes. Uh, When Freddy enters the kitchen dressed up as Michael Myers, he has a knife in his hand. Moments later, you see him yell at the real Michael Myers. Freddy has no knife in his hands, and you don't hear or see him put it down. That's true. I never even thought about that before continuity mistake halfway through the film we see michael myers walk into a room immediately followed by another myers both are dressed nearly identically in a blue jumpsuit but as soon as the first one turns around we learn that it's actually Freddy. the shot changes to michael and back to him as he's wearing his jean jacket seen in the rest of the movie oh shit i never even noticed that before Continuity mistake. When Michael Myers has Sarah cornered, he rotates the knife in his hand so that the blade is pointed down. After being knocked backwards by Freddy, Michael advances forward and once again rotates the knife to point the blade down, yet he never changed it back. Never noticed that before. A lot of things I didn't notice. I mean, these are good catches. Plot hole. Bill was killed at Judith Myers' bedroom, but his body was discovered on the stepladder leading to the attic. Wouldn't there be a noticeable trail of blood leading from the bedroom to the attic? Michael might hide his bodies, but he doesn't clean up after himself. This is true, but this is, a, once again, this is a problem throughout the entire series. You know, Deborah Myers in part six was up in the attic and strung up and when, you know, walked through, she fell and all that stuff, but there was no blood and there was blood all over the sheets. And the first one, you know, when he uh, when he killed um, P.J. Sousa's character and killed uh, Bob, you know, there should have been uh, some blood there, too. There was nothing. So, you know, there's, and then in part two, there was too much blood from one person that Jimmy never noticed. So, I mean, again, there's stuff like this throughout the series. you just going to have to kind of let that one go, I think. That's my opinion, anyway, because it happens all the time in horror films. If we didn't have these little tropes or little things that are unrealistic, we wouldn't have the gag, I guess. Um, Anyway, continuity mistake. Near the end of the film, Deckard is communicating to Sarah's handheld device where Michael Myers is in the house. When Deckard tells Sarah to go now, the text has changed from a small digital text to a large bold font and the screen has changed from green to white similar to a large PC monitor. Interesting. Continuity mistake. Freddy has all the cameras cut when they find out he's fake Michael Myers. When the kids complain to Deckard about it suddenly going offline, they tell him to bring it back. Deckard types at a fast rate, but yet not only is there no dialogue box for the text to be typed in, the screen remains the same. Huh. Revealing mistake. When Michael Myers is hung from the window and an, up, an upward shot reveals the top of the soundstage of the Myers house was built in, in the top right corner. Wow. I, I'm going to have to look at that. Visible crew or, or, or equipment. There's a cameraman visible uh, when the two guys walk into the house party. He doesn't belong in the scene and is filming. Wow. I guess I must not have ever noticed that. Jeez, there's a lot of bullshit in here. Continuity mistake at the Myers house when the guys when the, at the let me start that again at the Myers house when the guy with the black jacket is lighting a candle he uses his right hand and then his left without an explanation. Revealing mistake in the H two O flashback when Lori cuts the head there is no blood from it. Yeah. That's because they were doing away with the blood and trying to take it back to the original when there wasn't hardly any blood, so I kind of let that one go. Other mistake: when Donna is in the basement by herself, she sees a picture of Lori cut out of a newspaper. This is a picture of her from Halloween 1978 when she was sitting waiting for Annie to pick her up. So where did the photo come from?? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I always wondered that too. <laughs> Continuity mistake. Nora picks up her phone twice before she makes the call to Freddy in the garage, while Charlie is getting killed. Continuity mistake. After Sarah receives a message saying that Michael Myers is still alive on her Palm Pilot, Michael Myers stabs Freddy in his left shoulder, but when it cuts to the close-up of of the blade, it's it's in his right shoulder. Yeah, I noticed that too audio problem at the start at the start Sarah is driving her moped at the school Jen arrives and asks guess what then she says we got to find Rudy come on when she says come on her mouth doesn't move continuity mistake in the scene after the fake skeleton breaks through the wall Donna puts her mahogany colored top back on in a few seconds she kneels down to pick up her camera equipment from the floor without without anything with her, but seconds later when she grabs her camera gear, she has the small camera attached to her ear. Visible crew and equipment. Uh, When you see the two women at the mental institution, the camera angle is at their backs. The woman on the left is curious about Michael Myers. Before the other says that she decapitated a man, you see at the end of the hallway a man kneeling down, possibly a crew member. And the next shot of the hallway, he is gone. Continuity mistake. When Jenny is about to take her top off, in the close-up, you see that the shirt is lifted halfway up fr- from her bra. And the very next shot, when the camera is over Bill's shoulder, her shirt is only lifted a few centimeters be- below her bra. Yeah, I'm still mad that we didn't get to see that. It was impossible for... Oh, this is a plot hole. It was impossible for Michael to get the mask from the paramedic's head or get another one exactly like the original. Plot hole. When Buster Rhymes says... Cut the camera, cut the camera. When he's attacked by the kids, who is turning off all the cameras at once? Prior to that scene, he runs into the real Michael Myers and has him go into the garage with Nora and help and help her ass out. I left the back door unlocked locked for your ass to go in the back of the garage. That's what I did. There you go. If he did, then I doubt that she would be able to turn the cameras off and on. That is a very good point. Continuity mistake. When we see Michael in the flashback with a security guard, he has he has on his mask from, from this movie, when it should be the Halloween H2O mask. Well, yeah, that's true, but they couldn't use that mask. So I'm going to let that one go. That's being a little nitpicky. Visible crew and equipment. When the contestants are on the Myers porch putting on their cameras, a webcam... A webcam shot reveals a large portion of the soundstage that the house was built in. Continuity mistake. When the garage is set on fire, Freddy bursts through the door, and the camera angle is over Michael Myers' shoulder, and he lowers his knife in his hand. And in the next shot, when you see him staring at Freddy, he lowers his knife again. Yeah. Continuity mistake. When all six are around the table lighting the candles, you can see Jen shine her torch Light up to her face, but in the next shot, with the four-way split screen, that her torch is not lit. Maybe it blew out or something. Who knows? Continuity mistake. When Freddie pours the wine into the glasses with Nora, the screen behind him has a lantern held by Bill. Next, when Michael Myers breaks through the mirror, Bill is struggling in agony, and in the next shot, you see the screen behind Freddie. The motion, uh, the motions are the same as it was 20 seconds ago. Yeah, I saw that too continuity mistake when jen and bill are walking up the stairs on their way to judith myers's room jen accidentally trips and breaks a step halfway up the stairs after she says hands off bud she walks away from him about two steps but in the next shot she is only three steps away from the top yeah you know the myers stairs you know what i mean Continuity mistake. At the end of when the garage is is on fire and Freddie shouts out, Happy fucking Halloween! You can see Michael caught up in the wires and that there are hardly any on his left side. But when you see him from the camera view, there's a whole load of them surrounding him. Yeah, that always bothered me too. Continuity mistake. Near the end, Sarah tied a camera cord around Michael Myers' neck. Then he throws Sarah on... Onto the bed and breaks the wooden panel beneath it in this in the next second you see it again completely undamaged Whew. revealing mistake. Freddy's car is parked outside the Myers' house twice, first when the trunk is open with the when the with the adapted machine, and then he parks it on the other side of the road after Charlie gets killed. hmm. Continuity mistake. After Sarah sees the reflection of Michael Myers in the mirror, Jen is beside her. Jen turns her head to Donna when Donna says, the boogeyman, and the next shot, Jen turns her head again. Factual error. The rat that Michael Myers supposedly ate that the redhead touched was able to move and squeak despite its lungs being torn out of its body. Continuity mistake. Throughout this entire film, the interiors of the Myers house are huge compared to the small two-story frame house on the exterior. When Michael Myers is walking towards Lori's room at the sanitarium, the window on the door is yellow as if a light is on in the room, and the next shot, it is blue as if the light was not on. Revealing mistake. Yeah, this is a good one. At the end of the film... because. For those that don't know, there was an original ending, and then there was a reshoot ending, which is why it got delayed almost an entire year. At the end of the film, the garage is set on fire just before Freddy bursts through the door. There is a there is a really quick close up shot of Deckard kicking down the door. Yep, yeah, and I'm sure there are tons more. All right, but that was seven pages worth, and we are already at we're getting up there close to an hour. So, that's a lot of mistakes, guys. That's a lot. I never really paid much attention to some of it because I just looked at Halloween Resurrection as a cheap popcorn entertainment flick. I didn't ever break down how sloppy that movie was made. Oh, gosh. Now I have, now I have to wonder. I would like to see all of Rosenthal's original H2 cut to see what they had to go back and reshoot. Because um, this was this movie was very poorly made. I'm talking about resurrection. It was very poorly made. Still entertaining to me. I know a lot of people hate it. But I absolutely love the mask in it. Love Brad Laurie in it. Um, I even like uh, the chick who plays Sarah. I can never pronounce her last name. But uh, I pronounce it Bianca Kalick. And I guess that is the proper saying for her last name. But I always liked her, too. Um, I mean, <laughs> I'm a huge fan of Katie Sackoff for a number of reasons. A lot of people are like, "You really? You, you think she's hot? <laughs> Damn right I do. Anyway, um, I hope everybody gets to join us on the 29th, which is now going to be when this airs. It's going to be... If you're listening to this on the 28th when this episode drops, um, it will be the day after you listen to it. If you listen to this past the 29th, well, then you miss it. So I suggest, in in order for you not to miss anything, go to HalloweenUnleashedPodcast.com and sign up for free text message alerts so that way you don't miss any live episodes, watch-alongs, or any new episode that drops. From Chris Morgan and from the rest of the Halloween Unleashed podcast crew, we want to thank you for joining us on this little adventure into Halloween Resurrection. And we will see you for the Halloween 4 watch-along, followed by the June 12th live episode of Halloween Kills. Take care, everyone. Thanks for listening to Halloween Unleashed. Be sure to download, rate, and subscribe anywhere you download your podcasts. From Apple, Google Play, Spotify, iHeartRadio. And then join our social media channels at our official Facebook page at facebook.com slash groups slash Halloween Unleashed. On Instagram at Halloween Unleashed. And on Twitter at Hween Unleashed. Be sure to share our episodes in your horror groups, on your timeline, and on Instagram. We'll be back next week with an all-new episode of Halloween Unleashed.